0: Hello, 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 what's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. And this is episode 225 of The Real Queen Sid Show. And this is going to be an episode all about follow up, follow up, follow up. And this is not going to be what you expect. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to tell you to message people like crazy. I'm not going to tell you to cold message people. I'm actually going to give you some super, super easy follow up method that uh, is going to be super helpful to implement into your monthly routine. So, if you get any value from this, please make sure to screenshot it. Share it into your Instagram stories and tag me at the real Queen Sid. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And let's get into this episode. So the goal here is if we start actually looking at follow-up on the 15th of the month instead of on the 30th, 30th of the month or the 29th of the month, um, we can probably be a lot more effective with our follow-up. So um follow-up is my least favorite task uh in the whole world, but we're gonna make it, we're gonna make it fun. So um just the first thing that I want to note with follow-up is just remember that the fortune is in the follow-ups, multiple follow-ups, right? Many people, most people do not join on the first, the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth exposure. They're going to join on seven to 10 exposures. Um, And that's probably pretty, I mean, that's most of our team, I'll tell you, um didn't join on the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth uh, exposure. They all join, not all of them, but a lot of them join um, after a long time of watching or a long time of being in the background or a long time, a long time, a long time. And so I say a long time of being in the background because, Follow-up isn't just sending messages. Follow-up is also going to be every single live and post that you do. Follow-up is going to be every time that your content is in their face, every time that your face shows up on a newsfeed, every time that your content put, like every time your content shows up, it puts you in the forefront of their mind. So Your goal is to be at the top of everybody's newsfeed. Your goal is to be the first story that everybody sees when they log on to Instagram, when the little bubbles are there. That's your goal is to be the first one there, because if you're the first one there, then people can't forget about you. And if they can't forget about you, then they can't forget about ketones, right? And so I think old school kind of thinking about follow-up is that follow-up is only sending messages and follow-up is only, you know, copy and pasting the same script to everybody and the follow-up is only whatever. And that's, I, I don't believe that that's true. I believe that this is an, I believe that our, we're in an age of like a flow of attraction marketing and hustle, flow of attraction marketing and sending messages. And so that that ability to uh, make sure that your content is not only like present, but v- but valuable right? Valuable content will always be pushed to the top of the feed. So your content should be present and it should be valuable and your energy should be everywhere. Right? So like I said, your goal is to have your little bubble at the front of everybody's Facebook feed or everybody's little story feed. Whenever they pop on an Instagram, I can tell you right now, I will bet you 999% that my first bubble is Jesse Lee. And it is that's alive. Okay, so my first bubble is Jesse Lee. My second bubble is Jenny. Uh, Jenny has been going ham in her stories lately so that makes sense to me so making sure that you are putting a ton of valuable content out Jen and I actually had a conversation about this on our coaching call earlier today but. Any way that you can increase interaction in your stories will actually push you up in that little bubble area. Um, So asking questions about to get to know people, like saying, hey, I wanna get to know my followers. Um, I'm gonna do a bunch of different polls, like just answer the polls, right? And one could be, have you ever been arrested? One could be, have you, uh, do you have any kids? One could be, uh, have you ever wanted to move out of your hometown? One could be, did you ever move out of your hometown, right? All of these things. Or, I mean, I guess the poll could be, where do you live in my hometown or I escaped or something like that. Right. So all of these little things can help increase, um, increase activity on your stories, which will, it's, it's inadvertently follow up because it's creating those touch points. You don't have to ask somebody 10 to seven to 10 times if they want ketones or if they want to join the business, you just have to touch them seven to 10 times, seven to 10 times, seven to 10 times. Right. So I think about, um, I think about actually my hairstylist. Uh, so I think about my hairstylist because I, I mean, we, I have touched her more than seven to 10 times, but we don't normally talk about ketones, right? Like she knows that I sell ketones. She knows because she sees me on social media. She, but her and I had never had a ketone conversation Well, her wife, the other day, she just told me that her wife told her that all she wanted for Christmas was ketones. We've never had the ketone conversation. We've never talked about ketones, but it was it was a touch, a touch, a touch, a touch, a touch, a touch. Her seeing my stuff, her seeing my posts, her seeing my posts, her seeing my posts, her seeing my shakeups every single day, that led to her absolute. She's obsessed with ketones. I gave her some of them uh, to give to her wife, and she's obsessed. She's like, "I love how I feel on them." I said, "Girl, I know," but it's the, it's the little touches. It's the little touches. It's the creating the relationship without it being only about ketones. Right. So it's releasing that expectation of every single relationship immediately forming into ketones sales. Right. Like I never, I never, ever, ever pushed ketones onto either one of them ever. They just gradually formed over time because she saw um, my energy everywhere. Right. And so don't underestimate the power of your presence. Your presence is enough to get, now I'm not saying don't ever follow up with people because that will give people a little extra nudge, right? Like I'm not saying don't ever send those follow-up messages, but the power of your presence, a lot of times when I, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but like I've been doing this for four years, right? So when I send people happy birthday messages, they, they have a lot of the time respond back and say, Hey, I've been meaning to reach out to you about ketones hey, I've been meaning to reach out to you. I've wanted to buy ketones for a while now, right? Now I've been doing this for four years, so that probably is why, um, but it's it's the power of my presence, right? I've consistently shown up for four years. People know that I love ketones. People know that I still have ketones. People know that I still sell ketones just from the power of your presence. So don't underestimate the power of your presence. It's super, 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 super important in this follow-up game. Um, and follow-up isn't just necessarily saying, Hey, are you still thinking about ketones? Um, and so the next, that brings me to the next point, which is commenting back is following up, commenting back to everyone is following up. I don't remember what call I said this on the other day, but, um, I said that every time somebody comments on a post, it's opening a door for a level of interaction, right? So like, there are going to be different levels of social media friends, you're going to have the friends that just like things. And then you're going to have the friends that just that that move up into that, that section where they comment on stuff. And then you're going to have the friends that move up into the section people of people that reply to your stories. And then you're going to have the section of people that move up into people that actually message you first, right? But this is a gradual process. So you can speed things up by number one, initiating all of those steps first, right? Like you can take somebody from a liker to a story replier by replying to their stories first. You can take somebody from a liker to a messenger by replying to their stories and commenting back or, and commenting on their stuff, right? You can take somebody from a liker to a commenter by commenting on their posts, but allowing your, or making sure that you make an effort to comment back to every single person that comments on every single post is important. Because they're opening the door for that conversation. They're opening that door for that relationship, right? And a relationship that's casual and not um, has no expectations over it, that has no level of, I don't know, like heaviness on it, right? Like sometimes if we only have relationships with people in the in the DMs, then it can kind of be like a heavy relationship. Cause every time you message, you're like, hey. About those ketones again, right? If you're creating relationships with people in comments as well, you can allow it can allow closer relationship with um, learning about their family or them learning about your family or your past or whatever. So making sure that you comment back to everyone is a follow up. Now, I said something about happy birthdays earlier, but you can also look at things like um, mental health check ins, thank you notes to customers, um, like sending them a thank you. I like to text them when they buy trials or when they buy, um, ketones on the website. I like to text people just because, um, it's a little bit more personal, but making sure that you're sending those messages that are not just, Hey, will you buy my ketones? Hey, happy birthday. Hey. Um, I saw that you were in the hospital with your child the other day. Like how, how, how are they doing? Right. Like, um, I was just thinking of that because I saw this girl on my Instagram. Who's been posting literally hourly updates about her baby in the hospital that has RSV. Um, Anyway, little things like, Hey, I saw you got engaged. Hey, I saw you lost your dog. Hey, all of these little things are follow-ups right now. They might not necessarily lead to a sale right in that moment, but they are solidifying that relationship. They are solidifying that they are more to you than a ketone sale or a team member sale. Right. And so all of that is leading back to this idea of impact over over, um, impact over income, right? How many people can you impact with a mental health check-in? How many people can you impact with, hey, I saw you posted about this. I hope you're doing okay. Hey, how or how many people can you impact with, hey, you know, thank you so much for your comment on my post. I really appreciate it. Hey, you looked beautiful today. Um, whatever, right? Like, hey, I saw you were struggling with some self-love lately. I don't know, whatever, right? Like all of these little things are impact over income. And when we start to lead with impact over income, especially because y'all all all yellows, I know y'all, y'all all all yellows, right? So I know that that drives your heart. I know that feels better to you than, than, um, than leading with the money, than leading with, Hey, I need this sale. Right. So it's that it's, how can I impact somebody's day? Right. Instead of thinking about follow up, how can I impact somebody's day positively today? And maybe it might end up leading to a sale and maybe it won't. Um, and either way, that's fine with me, right? I just want to impact somebody's day today. And so I um, like the happy birthday task, I swear. I've been doing that consistently for probably five years now. I almost gave that task up because I was like, this task fills my inbox with thank yous. And I don't like, it's just, it's like, it's, it's, it's uh diluting my, in my inbox. Like, and so I would get to the point where I would have all these thank thank yous in my inbox that I didn't want to follow or that I didn't, I didn't want to open my inbox and go through all the messages. Right. So like, I know that sounds so stupid, but it's true. And I almost gave up that task until the day that I almost sent the message to my uh, virtual assistant to stop sending the happy birthday messages was the same day that three people that I had sent birthday messages to said, um, one person had said, um, you're the first person that's wished me happy birthday today. And my birthday, and it's been my birthday for six hours. My parents haven't even, or something like that. It's been my birthday for eight hours or something like that. Um, my husband hasn't even said anything to me. And I was like, Oh crap. Uh, The second one said, I want to get ketones. And the third one said, "Um, I've been thinking about joining your team. I heard some bad things about, you know, some people like to start rumors about our upline. Uh, I heard some bad things about your upline. Um, So I was, I was considering not doing it, but you sent me a happy birthday message message. So I know you actually care all three of those happened on the same day. And I was like, what the hell? Okay. This is a sign from the universe that this is, this is it. Right. So make sure that you continue to send those messages that are touch point, touch point, touch point, touch point, because while your inbox might be full of thank yous, their inbox might be empty where nobody is wishing them happy birthday. Right. So like, I think about how overwhelmed I get on my birthday, but that's because I have 5,000 friends on Facebook. Right. Um, not everybody has that. Not everybody has people that care to wish them happy birthday. Not everybody has people that, you know, how many people have you, have you wished happy birthday? And they say, yeah, my husband's not doing anything for me today. It's just another day of being mom. And I'm like, Oh God, that sucks. I'm so sorry. Right. Um, so anyway, impact over income. The next thing with follow-up is, um, uh, making sure to ask for the sale. And this is where this conversation will kind of get a little bit red, but like if you haven't closed them, you haven't solved their problem yet. And so sometimes people will ask about ketones and then they'll get afraid to kind of, um, pull the trigger and we get nervous to ask for the sale. Like we, we get nervous to say, Hey, are you ready? Hey, are you still interested in ketones? Hey, is that something that you still, will love? is that something that you're still wanting? Whatever. Right. Make sure you ask for the sale. And for those of you that are yellow, Make sure that you ask if you can help them solve their problem today, right? Because it's not your customer's job to close the sale. I know sometimes we want to wait for our customers to like close the sale or we want to wait for our customers to say, hey, I'm ready. Hey, I'm ready to spend that $400 or that $300 or that whatever. Hey, I'm ready. Uh, But it's not their job to close the sale. They came to you at some point with a problem whether it be needing money, whether it be energy, whether it be needing focus, whether it be needing fat loss, whatever, they came to you with a problem. It is your job as the professional, as the salesperson, as the proven promoter to close the sale and solve their problem. They came to you as the, as the, as the leader. And so uh, sometimes it's easier to just kind of sit by and be a little bit passive. Um, and I know that that's the part of the scripts that everybody gets a little bit uncomfortable with, right? Like what what happens after they send the thumbs up, right? That's kind of where, um, especially probably your teams are starting to get a little tripped up where it's, okay, they sent the thumbs up, now what? And I know, I know, because it's only been probably the last year and a half that I have been the person that said, that after they send the thumbs up, I say, "Does it make sense?" They say yes, and I say, "Awesome! Would you like pricing to get started?" Only in the last year and a half. Before that, I would say, "What questions can I answer for you?" Okay, are you thinking about getting started? Hey, what's when's a good start date for you? No, now it's did it make? Uh, they send them the thumbs up, and I say, "Does it make sense?" Yes, awesome. Would you like pricing to get started? They'll say yes. If they have questions, they will ask them, right? And so this is the point where we need to teach this duplication through our teams because that's where people get tripped up. That's where people get a little nervous. That's where people start to all of a sudden um, get that imposter syndrome with the scripts, right? I hear this all the time. Uh, the scripts don't sound like me and the scripts don't feel like me. Well, that's because you haven't built a business yet, right? Um, And so making sure that we ask for the sale because If you haven't closed them, you haven't solved their problem yet. And it is your job to continue to ask if you can solve their problem, right?